0: Be more productive. Be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Family First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing.
1: Hello, everyone. Andrew Taylor here. We got Sean Mike in with us today. Thank you for joining us.
0: It's-
1: First question for the week: Do you write down your goals? Yeah, I mean, my—I'm a big fan of like I, when I people
0: ask me if I write stuff down, I'm a big fan of talking about it over and over again to myself and getting it in here. Right, so I do. I have you've seen like I got a planner. I break things down. Talk about what i want to do for the week, for the month. i um, this 45 million in October. I've been like it's been that's been burning. Honestly, a big deal for me in paid life. Um, but at the end of the day, I I. I I spend a lot of time talking to myself, reaffirming what I can do, reaffirming where I'm at, reaffirming what we're going to do, and then kind of trying to articulate. I tend to write down, drew a lot of what I think I need to do to achieve my goals. Probably more than it's not that I'm not a fan of writing it out and putting on your on your board or dream board or whiteboard, whatever your deal is. But for me, it's one of those things where I literally want to be in a position where I was always focused. I always drew my team out like almost every day. Because that was my goal was to help more people and to help the people I was already working with. So that was a big one of my big goals. So I that was kind of writing out my goals, if you will. You know if that makes sense or not. So, um, I'm a I'm a big fan of talking to myself. I'm a big fan of that's why I go talk. People are like, do you need notes? You need PowerPoint? I'm like, no, dude. But I taught myself so much about yeah. what I want to say, it's already in here. I don't have to find it. I'm like, oh, I was about. but I'm but I'm I'm in the business. Well, I've been
1: with you before and you've (laughs) talked about something for like a few days and then Mm -hmm. trained on it. Correct. So it's almost like you were practicing.
0: Hmm. I was practicing on you. Yeah. You know, see how you received it. And I, and, I, and I do that all the time. Like, and there might be something going on in business, something going on, like, in the world, something going on specific to our business. And I just keep talking about it. And then sometimes I don't talk about it because I'm like, doesn't seem like anybody's really interested. You know, I'll start talking about it or I don't get any traction when I'm talking about it. I don't make any good points. And I'm like, I'm not using that. That, that didn't land. But yeah, it's very observant from you because I do it all the time.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, all right. Next question Have you ever been sick and tired of being sick and tired? And how did you react to that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think when I got my insurance license, uh, you know, I was 36 years old, and not in a good financial position. I mean, I, I was I think I was, you know, I guess that that's I was sick and tired of being where I was. I was sick and tired of making decisions based on money and I was never trying to get wealthy. I was just trying to not make decisions based on money. Very different things. That to me was wealth. Wealth was having my own time, being able to manage my own schedule. And then also having the ability where it wasn't about, you know buying, you know, uh, uh properties all over the world. It wasn't about having multiple homes. It wasn't about having the be- the be- it wasn't about having any of that. It was about if the kids needed to go to college wherever that I I could say yes. If if they needed to do something, I could just say yes. I I wasn't going to I could give back money. Like, I could say yes. Like, I just wanted to be financially free in that regard, and it wasn't about being wealthy. So I just knew there had to be a better way. So I think I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, but it took me a long time. So that's why people are like, man, this guy hasn't figured it out yet. I'm like, dude, relax. People change, man. They do. Like, just give them some space, and don't waste your time trying to make somebody do something. Because that's where most people get upset. They're they're working with somebody that sh- they think should be sick and tired. Okay? And the person's not sick and tired yet. Okay. Like, dude, who are you? Leave it. But him eventually alone. you are, right? You're you're eventually gonna get sick and tired and either give up and go, you know what, dude, I'm just never gonna get there. I'm just I'm just accepting it. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna live in it, dude. And then you just try to justify it. You create that bubble around you where you no matter what anybody says, they they can't get in. You're like, No, I gotta figure it out. You're like, Okay. You know, no matter what they say. Um or you get sick and tired and go, you know, I'm tired of this. And by the way, our business is like that. A lot of people are sick and tired when they start, they kick ass. They do a bunch, and then after a couple of years, they're not sick and tired anymore, and they don't know how to live not being sick and tired. So then they slow down, and it's like almost like they want to be sick and tired again. Then they crank it up again. That's how volume is. First week, because of draft dates, the whole deal is always huge, right, cool. But most people gotta pay their bills at the beginning of the month. They know when their bills are due. Your bills are not typically due on the 27th, the 14th. They do the beginning of the month. Your mortgage, your rent, anything you do typically, most of the people put it at the beginning of the month. You know, so they, they work that hard and they're like, oh, God, I paid my bills. And then week two is always down. It's not, nothing happens. There's no magic with leads. There's no, ma- people don't buy more life insurance on the 28th of the month than they do in the seventh of the month. It's just, people are like, I'm not sick and tired here. So I have to get sick and tired again. You're like, well, what if you spent your business life avoiding being sick and tired at all? Like, what if you just did that? Cause it's very achievable.
1: I, I've always like, like eventually gotten fed up with whatever I was unhappy about. Yeah. And then I've always like told my, stu- I've always like said, okay, I like being the underdog mm-hmm. and I've always tried to paint the comeback story mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. And I like all the underdog movies.
0: And it works for you. Yeah. That works for you. And for me, I not only wanted to not be sick and tired, I wanted to help other people not be sick and tired. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I was very drew when we all started this. Believe it or not, I was much more interested in you guys. I I, I wasn't afraid that I was going to make money. I could sell life insurance. Sell, I could go sell whatever I wanted to. But I just wanted to see other people do really well. And uh, that for me was I was sick and tired of watching people be sick and tired. I can go back to watching my mom be in real estate and her just giving up. And everybody around her telling it was dumb. And she kept her jobs. And I'm not mad. My mom worked really hard. But she worked like low-paying jobs yeah. just to get by. But I'll never forget when she gave up on her, I don't know if it was her dream her whole life, but she wanted to be an entrepreneur, she wanted to make more money, and she would have been a good real estate agent. Just everybody around her was like, it's stupid, you shouldn't do it, you don't know enough people, you know, don't leave your jobs. And had my mom sold one house a month, she would made more money than she made at all of her jobs. You yeah. know? And I just didn't want anybody to go through that and give up on themselves.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> would you ever write a book, and what would it be about?
0: Yeah, I would. I mean, um you know, it, it it'd be about that. It it'd be about number one, what the journey's about. It wouldn't it wouldn't be seven hundred pages. I wouldn't preach to people. Um it would be about the things I've learned over, you know, last twenty plus years being in business. Successes, failures, all of the above. What are you laughing at?
1: <laughs> Just a comment you made earlier.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that won't be in the book. But I was mad at that guy. But um, you know, it 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 maybe it will, maybe in the second or third edition.
1: But I, I think that would be good, just I, a raw.
0: I think people, yeah, went went to get there. Let's let's get a few more years in. But um,
1: yeah, I, maybe I'll write it.
0: You can write it, if and you I'll want. put a different Dude, name, but everyone you, will know. You can write it, bro. Have at it. And uh only if I thought it would make a difference, Andrew. So if I thought I had something that in a couple hundred pages people could read and say, you know what. Because my journey from real estate, property management, what I was doing as a social worker, insurance, multitudes of other businesses, winning, losing, um, and the learning experience I've had from, from business management, business law. I, mean, I know more about business litigation. I think most people do because I've been through so much of it. And I've learned that. The integrity deal, you know, partnering, watching a bunch of other people partner, negotiating that has been awesome. Um, watching other people do that for their families has been probably the coolest thing I've done. You know, for me personally, like, so, you know, just, just that and and my journey to continue to want to put out, you know, content and whatever, you know, and also whatever proceeds we get from the, from the book, you know, we help fund what we fund and, and do the training I want to do and put the content out, but half of the proceeds will go to the Dream Center. So like, we'll keep them and fund what we're doing here and give the other half to the Dream Center. And I just,
1: so you're already writing this book.
0: Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Can't tell you the title, but it'll be out soon.
1: Sweet, awesome man. Can't wait all right, next question. How many things have you stopped doing to get to where you are today?
0: Oh God, I mean tons, tons i um you know I wouldn't be here today had i had I not gotten sober. I know that um, I made a decision to stop complaining, dude. It changes your life. I made a decision to not focus on things I can't control that that is probably if night, and most people I deal with I try, but they just. If you can't control it, you give it no thought. There's nothing you can do about it. And I, I'm i blown away when people are so focused on things they have no control over. Like you literally, and by the way, it's also biblical. It's also weird when people are like, they're so, you know, because they'll, they'll do it to me. They'll talk to me about God and the Bible and it's like, you know, at, at, at church sometimes and then I'll hear people, I was I had a pastor, Pastor Josh last week, he said at Journey Church, he said, um, he said, I was part of a previous church and when I finally got to be around the people and realized how much they weren't pulling for you, like it was just broke my heart. Like I, my, I was heartbroken because all they were doing was focused on like everybody's problems and they were so judgmental. And so that, and I was like, man, and he's like, and, and it's not that I think we were supposed to be better because it was a church. I don't think anybody should do that to anybody. And, and, dude, whatever you're doing in life, Andrew, if I have no control over it, I'm not focused on it. You know, whenever anything, ha- whatever it was, leads, anything that happens, carriers, you know, IT
1: problems. What about personal problems? Dude, what do you want? To, if you
0: if you can control it, fix it. If you can't, leave it alone. What about
1: medical problems?
0: If you can control it. Dude, here's the deal. if you If you're doing everything you can do, what do you do outside of that? You should take care of it. It should be a massive, massive priority for you. And it is for me. Like when I go through stuff and my doctor's like, hey, do A, B, and C, I'm all over it. I don't perseverate about it, though. I, don't, I, I, I just fix it. I go like, all right, give me advice. What do you want me to do? Do this and this and this. Got it. Okay, cool. I'll do it. But it's not going to be an excuse for me as far as like my business or whatever else. Now, let's say he said, you know what? Here's something else, but you can't do anything about it. What do you want me to do about it? Like, I'm going to live the best I can live. Live my best life, as my daughter would say. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm going to live ride the best. Ride another bull. I Ride another bull. That's right. No doubt. For more than three seconds, though.
1: So. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, cool, man. Well, thank you for coming in and sharing with us today. But I really like your answer on that, on the things you stop doing. The number one thing being stop worrying about things you can't control.
0: Dude, it'll eat you alive. It's the easiest way to live. This is a problem. Do you have any control over it? No, leave Did it alone. Did you
1: ever focus on stuff you couldn't control? Yeah, we
0: all do. But I, I had this epiphany, I don't know, man, probably probably right around the time we launched company, that if I can't control it, I'm not giving it energy. And I'm not. People are going to do what they're going to do. The world's going to do what it's going to do. Politicians are going to do what they do. This person's gonna be mad and be hateful, you know, at what we do here. This one's gonna be offended that we're competing with their co- Like, dude, what do you want me to do? And I think that was, we talked about the other day. So, one of the, we used to work at an old company and, the, you know, they, you know, there was a lot of litigation. The person said, I could never get you to hate me. And I was like, dude, I wasn't gonna focus on hating you. I didn't like you. I didn't like what you were doing at all, but I couldn't control what you, all I could do was control what I was doing in response to what you were doing. I couldn't control what you were doing. You're you're mad, you're doing what you're doing, fine, dude. I wasn't going nowhere and I was not backing down. Didn't matter how little I had and how much you had.
1: You think and, no uh, matter what happens, you're not backing down?
0: I'm not gonna dude. No matter what. So no matter what. No matter what. I care a lot less than people think I do but I no matter what.
1: And I'm talking about everything Anything. in life.
0: Anything. <laughs> I don't give a shit.
1: I, like I ain't that. taking a
0: step backwards.
1: <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you for coming in guys. We'll see you next week, Saturday, 8 a.m. Pacific time at, on Sean's Instagram at Sean Mike. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. Oh, Sean, Mike at Sean, Mike. Cool. Good job.